uh, fall of Rome was, of course, a long and complex process that we love to analyze and study in retrospect. But what did it feel like to live through it and watch it happen? Uh, Rome itself went from roughly a million people at the height of the empire to around 20,000 in the 7th century, and most of the western cities outside Rome were under 10,000. Archaeology shows the the de-urbanization, the narrowing of the streets, the constructing of private dwellings and what had been urban spaces, uh, the end of street cleaning and sewage disposal. This is a key, key factor in the death of cities. Uh, a process of abandonment that happened at various times and and at different rates. There weren't enough craftsmen left who could build in brick or stone or people who who could afford it, so houses were built of wood and tended to be clustered around churches. There are several contributing factors, including uh, recurrent plagues and invasions over the 5th century and later. Uh, The poem I have for you today is a contemporary meditation on that process uh, by an anonymous but very bitter observer. Impossible to date, but probably somewhere in the 6th or 7th century. It, it was found in the uh, at the end of a manuscript of a work by the Venerable Bede, the, uh, the British uh, medieval writer, the Venerable Bede, and it's reprinted in the um, uh, wonderful collection called the Poetae Latini Minores, the Minor Latin Poets, uh, published by the uh, editor Le Maire in, back in the uh, in the 19th century, 1825, is the edition that I've got. It uh, seems to date from the time when the Germanic people, the uh, the, the Goths called the Ostrogoths, or the Eastern Goths, were ruling Rome, which they did tolerably well, actually, uh, in the late 5th and the 6th century. Uh, during this time, business went on more or less as normal, uh, although, of course, political power had long resided elsewhere, in, in Italy and in Ravenna, the north, and especially in Constantinople, which was the great capital of the Eastern or Byzantine Empire. Uh, the, the greatest amount of actual physical destruction in Rome and Italy came not from the Goths, uh, who did a pretty decent job of administering things, but really the Byzantine Wars of Reconquest in the 6th century, uh, which devastated the um, economic and tax infrastructure of Italy and saw the death of most of its cities. Uh, the current writer I'm about to read from uh, seems to be extremely hostile to the Goths, who he calls the slaves of slaves. Uh, but he reserves his special resentment uh, for the Greeks of Constantinople, who in his view have now usurped Rome's proper role. And yet, uh, in sort of classic Roman fashion, he's got no love for the Romans themselves. He sees their own moral decline as part of the problem. Uh, and he accuses the Romans, the old Romans, of greed and um, of abandoning their own homeland for greener pastures in the east, you know, going and being part of the new order in Constantinople, uh, and, and also of uh, of trading on the, unscrupulously on relics, religious relics, and really having nothing to be proud of but just being the site of Christian martyrdoms. Uh, the 19th century historian Bartold Niebuhr said of this sort of awful period of decline in the 6th and 7th century, he said, uh, the monastic life, which was adopted by many thousands, promoted the depopulation. The Lombards, another uh, Germanic people, the Lombards wasted the country with fire up to the very walls. Unexampled storms and floods added to the general misery and fear. 
we may assert without fear of error that in those days all men's minds were pusillanimous, gloomy, and spiritless. Well, true, perhaps, but uh, they could still write some awesome Latin elegy couplets uh, like these. So here, here, I'll give you a translation first, and then I'll uh, read the Latin for you. And he says, Once upon a time, you, Rome, had been built up by noble patrons. Now, alas, Rome, you are shamefully subjected to your former slaves, presumably meaning the Goths. Uh, the emperors who ruled here for such a long time have abandoned you, and your name and title have been ceded to the Greeks. Flourishing Constantinople is called the New Rome, and Old Rome is falling in both the walls and the character of its people. Political power has moved along, and your haughty attitude has remained with you. The pursuit of avarice is too much your downfall. A rabble drawn from the furthest regions of the earth, the slaves of slaves, are now your masters. None of the old noble leaders has stayed with you. And your native-born sons tend Greek lands. You maimed, mutilated, and cruelly killed living saints. Now you often set up a trade in pieces of their dead bodies. For if you were not uh, keeping alive the memory of the good deeds of Peter and Paul, you would long ago have become a sad little town. And of course, that's where that's where it was headed. Uh, all right, here's the here's the uh, poem. It's called uh, titled by Lemaire, "De mutata fortunae." Uh, sorry, "De mutata Romae fortuna" on the, on the the changing fortune of Rome. Nobilibus quondam fueras constructa patronis. Subdita nunc servis, <laughs> male Roma tuis. Deseruere tui tanto te tempore reges, Cessit et ad Graecos, nomen onosque tuus. Constantinopolis Florens, noa Roma vocatur. Moribus et muris, Roma vetusta. Cadis. Transiet imperium, mansitque superbia tecum, cultus avaritiae te nimium superat. Vulgus ab extremis distractum partibus orbis, servorum servi, nunc tibi sunt domini. In te nobilium rectorum nemo remansit. Ingenuique tui rura pelasga colunt. Truncasti vivos crudeli funere sanctos, vendre nunc horum mortua membra soles. Nam nisi te meritum petri paulique foeret, Tempore jam longo Roma misella fores. <laughs> 